When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Christian Brindle, and welcome to the Everything Medicare Podcast. What's up, everything Medicare Podcast Nation? This is Christian Brindle. Happy Monday. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. And I also hope that you are having a fantastic start, in my eyes, to the Medicare enrollment period due to the fact that starting the first, changes are publicly made present, I suppose, is the the right word for it, to the public for Medicare Advantage plans and Medicare Part D prescription drug plans for the next upcoming year, starting January of 2020, which typically means that the advertising starts running rampant for the various insurance companies and various insurance professionals, whether it be commercials, online advertising, etc., 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 You name it, you're probably going to see it this open season if you haven't already seen it starting out last week. We are one week closer to October 15th, folks. And October 15th is the the first day that you can actually make a change on your plan going into the next year. But I'm actually doing an episode today that has to do with current events. I don't do too many episodes about, but it primarily has to do with Medicare, and so I was forced to do an episode about it. I typically don't like doing episodes that have anything to do with politics or anything like that, but anytime you're dealing with government insurance of any kind, I kind of have no choice but to report on what's going on and give my opinion and my perspective and react to it when something changes. So what happened, folks, was last week... And the day that it happened, I was busy as a bee. You know, I had about, I couldn't tell you, maybe seven, maybe eight different meetings scheduled with um, clients of mine. And I was I was in and out of meetings like crazy all day, people coming in to see me. Um, because this time of the year, folks, um, the demand for me is very high. And that's why it's very, very difficult for me to do these podcasts. Um, but... I've made a commitment to making sure that we bring you three episodes each and every week. We stay on schedule throughout the entire enrollment period, and we plan on doing that. Okay. So, anyway, I was getting call after call at the office. You know, and pe- um, people were calling, wanting to know what we thought about what the president had just said and what changes he was going to make, and just wanting more information on what's going to be taking place with Medicare changes that he just got done talking about. 
And I had no freaking idea what they were talking about because I was working all day. I was in meetings all day. I had not had a chance to listen to anything about this. It was brought to my attention that it happened through people calling. I couldn't comment because I had not had a chance to watch it. And if, you, if you're watching this on YouTube and you're a follower of our YouTube channel, you may have seen my early reaction to it because I got home from work. I was able to quickly listen to it. It's about an hour, hour and a half long. And I was able to give my first reaction just without having any time to let it sit and without any having any time to really hear anything more about it. So it's just my first reaction. That's up on our YouTube channel if you'd like to go check it out. But I've had time to let it sit. I've heard more about it. I've heard other people's perspective about it. So I feel better equipped and more comfortable in commenting about it on this platform of the Everything Medicare podcast for you, my wonderful audience. So, what happened was, our president, hate him, love him, um, feel indifferent about him, I don't really care. It doesn't matter to me what side of the political spectrum you fall on. This is not what this podcast episode is about. So love or hate the president, wherever side you might fall on, it doesn't matter. This episode is strictly reporting on my opinions on the changes he's looking to implement and the, and the bill he's pushing to have signed. I'm not sure if it's actually been signed or if it's been put into motion or what the case may be, but it was all about Medicare. So Donald Trump, our president of the United States of America, flew to Florida. The villages in Florida. If you're listening to this episode and you live in Florida, you know where the villages are. I've been to the villages several times. I have a lot of clients that live in the villages myself. And the villages is you know, primarily a very um, fairly large haven for people that are retired. And people like to retire at the villages. So it's a, a senior community more than anything else. I mean, there's not primarily just a senior community, but you get the idea. So Donald Trump went there. And my first reaction to it is, it was more, it turned into more so a rally than a Medicare announcement. You know, I mean, there's an election coming up next year, and, um, you know, there's been a lot of, you know, back and forth between him and the can- other candidates and uh, political parties and news stations, and it just never ends. It seems like a soap opera, you know, it's a circus. And I don't, I'm not here to talk about that. But a lot of what he said was mainly just trying to discredit his adversaries and his competitors and um, didn't have a whole lot to do with the topic of Medicare, even though that's what the press conference had to do with. But there was some things that I took away from it and that I found interesting. So let's talk about actually what was said. The focus of this I don't know what you want to call it, rally, speech, whatever. I mean, it was televised and everything to to my knowledge. I mean, I watched the video, but then I watched it online. So maybe it wasn't on television. I don't know. I don't know. All right. I'm not a news person or a politician or anything like that. So just bear with me on this. But what the general gist of it was basically an anti-socialized medicine, Medicare for all thing. And if you... Are, if 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 you're not if you don't know my stance on on that I did a podcast about um, Medicare for all earlier on in the year go back and listen to that I'm not going to comment on how I feel about it one way or another on this episode 
But, you know, a lot of, a lot of comments about Medicare for All, you know, why it's not a good idea and so on and so forth. Um, you know, why we need to just stick with our Medicare program and, you know, how the, the other, how his adversaries are, you know, in, in the business of taking away people's Medicare. And whether you believe that or whether you don't believe that is not the point of this episode. There was a lot of discussion on Medicare Advantage. And Medicare Advantage is something that I've talked about in nauseating detail on this podcast. And I watched other insurance professionals react to that, just kind of interested on their take on on this. you know. And there's a lot of people that comment on it, that have commented on it, people in the industry. And I, one thing I heard time after time after time that was so interesting to me, and I didn't catch it the first time I watched it. I had to go back actually around and listen to it to actually verify this. But during the president's rally speech, whatever, when he's making his points about Medicare Advantage, he, he would bring people up. And like I said, this is not pro or pro the president or anti the president, but he would bring people up to talk about their Medicare plans and how they don't want to lose their Medicare plans and how it's been so great. And, and like I said, the primary focus of everything that was being discussed and everything that was being proposed really centered around Medicare Advantage. And one thing that I found so interesting is some of the people that he brought up to talk clearly did not have Medicare Advantage plans. And they had Medicare Supplement plans. If you're someone in my audience and you've listened to me for some time, you know the difference between Medicare Advantage and Medicare Supplements. However, 9 out of 10 people on Medicare, in my estimation, probably don't know that difference. And so I found it so interesting that because they're, 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 they're two completely different sides of the coin, Medicare Advantage and Medicare Supplements, but some of the people that came up to talk to, to kind of, you know, help people, I suppose, stand behind what he's proposing did not even have the type of plan that he's proposing. So I found that very interesting. Um, a lot of the people that got up to talk clearly did not even have Medicare Advantage plans. I don't think they knew half of what they had. One person in particular gets up, you know, and he talks about how, you know, he's had all these health problems. He's 71 years old. Seemed like a very fairly nice guy. And he was so relieved that he had Medicare and, um, you know, Medicare came through and paid everything. And, you know, what Donald, what, what, what Donald Trump is proposing is going to, you know, protect people's Medicare, which I'm all for that, actually. Okay, I'm, I believe we have a very good Medicare system. Does it, is it perfect? No. Does it need some tweaks here and there? Absolutely. But I don't believe that socialized medicine is, is the answer. And primarily the reason is because people don't realize every place in the world that it's done, the taxes are through the roof. People say, what about Sweden? Sweden, 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 Sweden. Before I did this episode, I looked it up just to reference. The average taxes in Sweden is about 44%. It can get as high as 60% to fund this socialized medicine. I talked to a client of mine the other day that just got back from a trip in England. And every person that he knows over there, and he has a lot of friends over there, that's why he goes over there, um, fairly successful guys, retired now. 
And all of the people over there complain because of the taxes they pay. And I've turned terms to find out it's 40 plus percent tax rate alone for their healthcare system. Canada's no different. Every place that it's done, as far as I've ever researched, the taxes are through the roof. And if you think about it, you know, if you make, let's say, let's say you make $50,000 a year and you have to pay 40% tax rate. Granted, I believe it would cost a lot more because America doesn't typically, we're not known for taking care of our health. I think, I mean, we're one of the world's leaders in obesity and all kinds of other things. And this, like I said, I didn't want to really talk about this too much, but I'm just giving my brief opinion on this. If you make 50 grand a year, and let's say it's the same as some of these other places, 40% tax rate, and in a lot of places it's more, 40% tax rate. What do you think that would be? That would be $20,000 a year in taxes. I guarantee you your premiums probably aren't that much. I guarantee it. Free does not always mean free. But this is did not this is not intended to turn into a Medicare for all conversation just briefly just wanted to touch on that. So, I'm in favor of protecting Medicare and beefing up Medicare selfishly, I might add, because I would like Medicare to be as good as possible and the Medicare programs to be as good as possible for my clients because I'm in the business of taking care of my clients. That's my agenda, and that's it. I want what's best for my clients. And I think the better, the more funding that goes into Medicare, the better for that regard as long as it's being put towards good uses that solves problems. Stay with me into segment two. I'll have a lot more to say about this, but I have to take a break after a quick word from this week's sponsor. Don't go anywhere. What's up, everybody? This is actually Randy W. Hall, Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor, not Christian Brendel, your esteemed host. I'm here to tell you about my Medicare agency, Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor based here in Tennessee. For the past 10 years, I've been helping Medicare beneficiaries just like you in Tennessee and Kentucky maximize their Medicare. If you're a regular listener of this podcast, you know Christian always encourages you to deal with a broker in your state who sells all the different plans and will give you not just a quote, but also advise you and educate you in a way that is simple to understand. We know how confusing and overwhelming the whole process can be. We do it all for folks on Medicare, from supplements to Advantage plans, Part D, cancer products, hospital indemnities, and more. So if you want to get a free quote or a consultation, I urge you to call 615-578-5174. Again, that's area code 615-578-5174. Or for more information, you can visit my website and read all about me at Mr. Nice Guy, MedicareAdvisor.com. That's all one word, Mr. Nice Guy, MedicareAdvisor.com. And again, why deal with a jerk when you can deal with a nice guy? Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for that quick word of advice from Randy W. Hall, the Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor. If you live in the states of Tennessee or Kentucky, I encourage you to get with Randy. 
this Medicare enrollment period if you feel like you need help on your Medicare plan. He's somebody that can can help you if there's any help to be had on your particular plan. Let's continue. Okay, so didn't mean to get off on a tangent there on segment one. So if you're a supporter of Medicare for all or you're a supporter for you know socialized medicine and all this other stuff, that's okay. We can agree to disagree. We can still be friends. Okay. I'm not trying to attack anybody that feels that way. It's just my opinion and my perspective, okay? I'm not I'm I, but this isn't supposed to be a Medicare for all socialized medicine thing. I want to talk about what the president proposed, so I'll continue. What was proposed several times was increasing the funding for Medicare Advantage. Okay? Putting more funding into Medicare Advantage. Now, a lot of people in the industry are just completely anti-Medicare Advantage. I'm not one of those people. I think Medicare Advantage has its place. I think there's people that greatly benefit from Medicare Advantage, and they'd be better off with a Medicare Advantage plan than a Medicare Supplement plan, particularly based on what's available to them in their particular market, on where they may live, what's available, and maybe their particular situation. And there's some people that, in my opinion, could go from the time they get onto Medicare for 20 years and be completely in the best case scenario for them on a Medicare Advantage plan. Not everybody needs a Medicare Supplement plan. Anybody that tells you that, in my opinion, has clearly an agenda to push you one way or the other. And there's people on both sides of the coin. You know, Anybody that pushes you one way or the other and says one way is always the best way, they clearly have an agenda and a reason for why they want to push you in that direction. I think that's pretty obvious. I think it's pretty obvious to say that Medicare is not a one-size-fits-all. It is particularly something that should be specifically picked out based on that person's needs, preferences, and whatever. Okay? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm a broken record. But it's true. It's highly, highly true and accurate. So my first reaction to that is if the bill passes, and I don't know... I haven't followed it close enough to know if it's passed or if it's a done deal or if it needs to go through, you know, the Senate or Congress or whatever. I don't know, but I'm all for more funding into Medicare Advantage because I think we could possibly see, you know, things lighten up on networks. We might be able to see more of flexibility to go out of networks in certain situations for some plans. We might not see as much hard network um, crackdown, I guess, you, if you will. If there's more funding, I think we could maybe see some um, some coverage for long-term care, which is a huge problem for people on Medicare. And the only way to really get coverage for that is long-term care insurance or short-term short-term care insurance or something along that regard. Um, so more funding means better plans and more benefits. What's wrong with that for people on Medicare? What is wrong with that? Nothing, in my opinion. Is Medicare Advantage plans perfect? No. Does every single person on Medicare need to be on a Medicare Advantage plan? Absolutely not. Do a lot of people? Yeah. Just depends on the particular person. So my first reaction to that is no problem. I think that's a good thing because it benefits clients of mine. And I like that. I like to be able to give my clients the best available coverage possible. I like having options that just blow them away. And there's a lot of them that do that in a myriad of different ways, I'll have you. I like that as an insurance professional. 
The other thing that was highly discussed was trying to lower prescription drug costs, trying to get them through other sources, you know, maybe other countries, um, negotiating with the pharmaceutical companies. There was a lot of stuff that sounded good, but I didn't hear a particular strategy to how that was going to be implemented. So that's kind of something we're going to have to wait and see. Am I in favor of lower drug costs? Absolutely. What kind of question is that? Yes. Yes, I'm in favor. It's out of control. Yes. 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 If you take insulins, for example, or you know someone that takes insulins, for example, you know that this is just completely off the rails as far as drug costs. Something has to be done with that. And... If whatever's being proposed will help the situation, then I'm fine with that. I'm good with that. But, and it's kind of something that, you know, has been said before and nothing happened. So we just kind of have to keep an eye on it and see and just hope for the best. Okay. Another thing that was talked about is Medicare fraud and waste and scams and things like that overbilling for Medicare and if you know you've been on Medicare you probably have heard stories about this in the news they're trying to crack down on that all good with that as far as anything everything that was said that actually had to do with Medicare and wasn't a political agenda I was good with it I'm completely fine with it it sounds fine you know I mean there's nothing bad said by any means I mean let's just say everything that was done Everything that was said, excuse me, was actually done. Drug prices were successfully lowered. Yeah, everybody wins there. Medicare Advantage plans get more funding. They turn into even better, stronger plans than they are today. Yeah, everybody wins there. Medicare fraud, waste, abuse gets cracked down on, cut down more. They put the hammer down on that. Yeah, everybody wins there, except for the people that are committing the fraud, waste, and abuse. So everything sounded fine. I didn't hear, I didn't hear anything that was just a terrible idea, but there wasn't a whole lot of information laid out in the conference or the press conference or whatever it is, whatever the hell it was, to how it's going to be done. So it's something we're just going to have to wait and see. Is it just big talk, or is it something that they're actually planning on implementing? I have more to say about this. Stay with me into segment three after a quick word from this week's sponsor. Don't go anywhere. I will be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to our third and final segment. Thank you for sticking with me all the way to the end. My final thoughts on this is Medicare always becomes a hot topic around election time. It's been going on forever, okay? As long as I can remember, with every candidate I can remember. Some people want to take Medicare away and go the socialized medicine route. Some people want to increase Medicare. Um, some, peop some people want Medicare, the, age, the, the eligibility age, excuse me, for Medicare to be lowered you know, by maybe 10 years to 55, whatever your belief is, whatever your belief is, it's out of our hands with the exception of our ability to vote for what we believe is right. And that is my takeaway from all this. From what I heard, 
everything sounds good on what they're trying to do, but trying to implement something and then actually being able to be implemented are two completely different things. And there's a lot of working parts and a lot of variables that have to go through. And who knows, you know, who knows with any politician on either side of the spectrum, Democrat or Republican, how many Democrats or Republicans over the years make promises for certain things that they can never deliver on? Quite a few. Okay, so not to say that what was, you know, suggested is not going to be implemented or anything like that. I have no reason to believe it will or won't, but we're just going to have to see. And with the election going into next year, I mean, if we have a new president the year after next, it won't really matter what was being implemented because depending on the way the pendulum swings, it could just go the other way. So it's kind of something we just have to keep an eye on. I'm not someone that likes to get glued to my TV watching the news and freaking myself out about how terrible the world is and how much danger I'm in all the time. I'm not that type of person, but I try to pay attention enough to where I know what's going on in the world. Enough. Okay, and I like to do my own research. I don't really fall either side of the spectrum. So, just if anyone that's listening to me is a highly political person, this is not a political podcast, first of all, but... I think you might find solace that I don't fall either way. I'm not a Republican, and I'm not a Democrat. I'm neither one. I just kind of drift around to what to whichever side I feel best benefits me, my family, my fellow Americans, and last but not least, my clients, the people on Medicare. That's where I fall. I'm not a political person, really. Have I voted? Yes. Will I ever tell you who I voted for in any particular election? Hell no! Don't get your hopes up. But I'm not a political person. I don't fall either way. I don't think either side is 100% right on everything. So, take that for what you will. As always, folks, um, if you enjoyed this episode, please do us a favor by leaving us a positive review on whatever platform you may be listening to us on. If you're watching this on YouTube, I encourage you to subscribe to our channel for updates on new videos. We bring three podcasts a week just like this on various topics happening in the world of Medicare and and and, and practical advice for understanding your Medicare, number one, but number two, maximizing it, getting every penny you can out of it, using it effectively and getting everything out of it that you possibly can. That's what this podcast is about. For those of you who don't know who I am, I own an insurance company, not insurance company, insurance agency. It's been a long day already. I own an insurance agency called Christian Brennan Insurance Services where we work, we work with people on Medicare of all different situations. We do Medicare Advantage plans. We do Medicare Supplement plans. We do Medicare Drug plans for people in various different states. And as I announced on Saturday, we are in the works to be able to do plans for people in the state of Texas due to just a huge amount of um, requests we had this year. And if, if you're in Texas and you're listening and, and um, we weren't able to help you on your plan, I apologize. And we just had to make a recommendation on maybe someone that was there that could help you, but we didn't know anything about these people. And I made sure I, pre- I, told, I made sure that we told anybody that that reached out to us. But due to the demand, we will now be licensed and appointed. Myself and my agency, Christian Bruno Insurance Services, will be licensed and appointed with all of the major insurance companies in the state of Texas. Um, 
hopefully by the end of the week. So if you live in Utah, of course, because that's where our office is, Florida, Idaho, Oregon, and now, very, very soon, this, the state of Texas, those five states, so Utah, Oregon, Idaho, Florida, and Texas, and you feel like you need help with your Medicare plan, I would love to be able to jump in and see what I could do to possibly help you and to see if there's any better options for you particularly. Our office number is 801-255-5340, 801-255-5340. And if you're more comfortable shooting me an email, you're welcome to do that also, and I'd, I'd be happy to tell you what I think about your situation. Christian B, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N, B as in boy, Christian B at xmission.com. Christian B at xmissio.com, Christian B at xmission.com. I encourage you to reach out to us, folks, if you feel like you could use some guidance on your Medicare plan. If you're just not sure if what you've picked out is the best thing for you, or maybe you're just getting onto Medicare for the first time and you just feel lost and confused on your options, I'd love to the opportunity to be able to help you if you're in one of the states that we are licensed and appointed in. If you live in any other state and you'd like to be able to pick my brain, I wrote a book for people like you, Medicare Guidance, Picking the Plan for You. It's $5.50 on Amazon. There's a chapter on everything you need to know. And for the price that we are selling it for. It's the lowest price Amazon would let us put it up for. We're practically giving it away. If you're a client of mine and you don't have a copy of the book and you'd like one, let me know. I'll send it to you free of charge. Thank you so much, folks, for for watching, supporting everything you've done to help us reach as many people as we have and, and, and continue to reach more people to help them be empowered with their Medicare. Have a great day. And remember, October 15th is the first day you can make a change on your Medicare Advantage plans and Part D prescription drug plans. We're in the Medicare enrollment period, so if you want to make a change, don't let it slip by. I'll talk with you soon. We'll have an episode Wednesday. Have a great day, everybody.